This is Off the Red Carpet with George Pinocchio, sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Off the Red Carpet. Today, we're going to tackle daytime television, and we're going to do this going back to something that really is near and dear to my heart. When I was a little boy, my mother started watching General Hospital. She started watching the show because one of her favorite actors, Farley Granger, was suddenly in it. Well, my mother watched General Hospital pretty much up until the day she died. She loved it, and she also loved when I got hired by ABC7 here in Los Angeles because I could tell her little things that might be happening on the show because I had an inner two. She didn't care whether or not it was not happening for two or three weeks. She loved knowing. She would get angry sometimes at what might be happening, but she never stopped watching. So clearly my mother loved this show from pretty much the beginning of it. When I was away at college, Luke and Laura were very big. The engagement, the wedding, if you walked through a dorm and there was a television on and it was during that time, you'd see General Hospital and a lot of kids gathered around that television. Well, Laura, of course, played by Jeannie Francis off and on since she was 14 years old. Jeannie was one of my mother's favorites, and Jeannie is now back on the show again as Laura. This time, Laura Collins is her name. And we had the opportunity to go and talk to Jeannie since she's back, and I couldn't pass it up. So in honor of my mom, and because I also really love Jeannie, I love that General Hospital respects its history on the show, and these core characters are never really gone. Well, Jeannie is back, and I got to talk to her yet again. All right, Jeannie, we've been doing this a long time. A very long time. Now I want to take it back even longer. Tell me about the first day you ever set foot on the General Hospital set. Okay, that's a funny story. Um, I was only 14 years old. I hadn't been on a set like that before. I had done one thing in film um, and obviously no experience whatsoever. So I come onto the sound stage, and of course, the way they cue us is five, four, three, two. And we take that last beat, and that's when we're on the air. I had no idea about that. So they set me on my mark, and the, and the stage manager goes, five, four, three, two. And I went. <laughs> you waved. I waved, and then, talk, talk, talk. <laughs> but, you know, nobody told me. <laughs> I think that's sweet. And you learned really quickly that they didn't say one. Yes, kids pick up things very quickly. So do you remember being in awe of some of these people, or did you even know who John Berardino was? I didn't know who John Berardino was, but um, I was definitely in awe of Denise Alexander because um, she was the star of the show, and I was hired to be her daughter, and, you know, she was on the Mike Douglas show. and <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, definitely in awe of her. Okay, so now take me to when you return this last time, is it just like going home again every time? Because yes. you've been in and you've been out and you come back and you've left. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm glad you're back. You're going to tell me why in a minute. <laughs> yes, yes. It is just like coming home. And, you know, there's no elbow bumping period and you don't really have to prove yourself to the people around you. It's just sort of comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why did you say yes this time around? It had to be a good storyline. You're smiling. Yeah. So I know that it had to be something good. Well, when they talked to me about coming back, I said I didn't want to come back unless there was a story. I don't really want to be window dressing. After the big career that I've had on that show and how exciting it always was, it, it would just be kind of depressing to, uh, to just do that. So if that were to happen, I think I'd just throw myself into the next chapter of my life, whatever it might be. 
Um, but they had a story, and I was excited about it. So I wanted to come back. And can you tell me anything about this story? <laughs> well, you know, we all love a good sociopath, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my husband on the show, John Lindstrom, has a brother who was a sociopath and they're twins. And Laura believes, and everyone believes, that he died 25 years ago. But apparently Kevin has kept him hidden, has tried to cure him and all this sort of thing. So, yeah, she comes back into that and doesn't know what's wrong with her husband or her marriage, and um, it's very sad. It's a love story in the end. You oh, know? Nice. Yeah. Laura has been through a whole lot on this show, but she's a survivor. Yes. Boy, has she survived a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. But so, that's a good thing. For... It's a great thing, and, but what I want to be there now more than ever is her strength. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's really important. And also... There are a lot of women who are watching this show, clearly, mm -hmm. and women like strong women, and they've been saying it over and over again, and the television executives really are listening now more than ever, that strong women win. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think women my age, in their 50s, I'm 56 years old, um, you get to this place where it's just like, uh, you can't be bothered. <laughs> it's true. You really can't. Either it's going to be comfortable or... You know, you're not doing it. Are you at that stage where when somebody asks you something, kind of the politeness can go away and you're just rather blunt because you've got to get on with it? I try to go for polite and brief. <laughs> so it's still a little blunt. Well, it, it, it might be considered that, but I, I find polite and brief keeps me out of trouble. Okay. Now let's talk about trouble you may have had, say, yesterday. Oh, yesterday was an interesting day here in Los Angeles. I got off work very early and I went home and I've been meaning to go over to Home Goods and do a little shopping for my dressing room. So I go over there and I get very distracted. I'm there for a couple hours having a great time. I go to checkout and they say, you know, there's something going on out there. I was right at Reseda and Ventura Boulevard. Mm in the valley and they said oh you know I think there was a car accident or somebody was there was a shootout or there's something like that and they say be careful going out or whatever so I, I go I, I bought a coffee table and I left it at the front and I go outside and the parking lot which had been packed was empty and it's a big parking lot there's my car and one other and I'm heading out to my car and this couple comes running across the parking lot and they're like be careful there's a there's a hostage situation Right? Mm. Very scary stuff. So I get to my car. I look up. There are five helicopters in a circle. I'm definitely inside that circle. And it's a, this really creepy feeling, but it seems peaceful, quiet, whatever. I, I get to my car. And I think, gee, should I just go home now? No, I'm going to pick up my coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> I figure, you know, they've got this under control. <laughs> I'm going to be fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to know who you are most forward to maybe working with that you haven't crossed paths with on General Hospital so much yet. Mm. Is that happening? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm working with a lot more people, which I love. Um, there's so many great actors on this show, you know. I'd like to work more with Maurice Bernard. I love him. It's fun to work with him. Um, but there's some terrific people there. Um, so I, I feel fortunate you know, to have, be let out of the box a little bit. I think they had Laura really kind of stuck. And I think they've decided to uh, let some other stuff happen, which is a lot more fun for me. I agree. 
All right, so let's talk about the pace of this show because I think people need to understand at home that you go in there and you need to be prepared to have all sorts of pages memorized and sometimes you'll do one or two takes and you're done. Mm -hmm. So if you're an actor or an actress who needs take six or seven, mm -hmm. you will likely not be there very long. <laughs> no, you won't be there very long or something awful will end up going on the air. Because now, I mean, they used to marvel at how we did an hour a day. Now we're doing two hours of television a day, maybe two hours and 15 minutes of television a day. It's a lot because then we take these dark weeks. So uh, now the, the, the challenge is to be fast and be good. Well, and that's why a lot of the people on the show are kind of old pros at this now. They know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the new people, I feel so sorry for them because they don't know what hit them. <laughs> Do you have any secrets to get you through when you don't quite know your line? Oh, no. I learn my lines. I don't like the feeling of not knowing my lines. It makes me tense. Oh, wow. So when you go home, people, you might come into work and work from 7 to 1130. Mm. And then you go home and you work from how long to how long, depending on what's the next day? If the packet's really big, and I've had packets like this, and that's just my it part. Looks like an inch and a half. Yeah, and, and it would be just the scenes I'm in. Um, that can be really, really tough. But what I do is, if I, I know ahead of time, I know the week. So if it's really heavy on one particular day, I'll start preparing that on the weekend. And I work very hard during the time that I work, but then we have the dark week, and I get to rest. We never had dark weeks before, so I actually kind of enjoy the schedule. It is an interesting schedule for an actor who has to be like this all the time to get a they break and, and exhale, and I hope they don't give you scripts while you're on your dark week. Oh, no, we don't really get them Good. that soon. <laughs> <laughs> when all is said and done on this show, when you, when you think about Laura, do you always think of her, like, in your head as wanting to always be in a good place, that there's always a positiveness about Laura? Or do you, because you've had to go to some dark places with her, but I wonder if ultimately she's up here happy in her life, the character itself, or if she's mid-range or... It's a struggle to be happy. You're thinking about it. So I'm really maybe that's thinking a good about question. it. Yeah, if the character is just happy in her life, there isn't much to teach people or to share with people. There isn't much passion in that. Um, when I think of Laura, I think of how can I use this time, this character, to to the best use of the TV waves. I know? like when you said teach people because I'm gathering that over the years you've gotten many fan letters from people who say thank you Jeannie because of you I blank hmm. right and mm -hmm. you've helped them in some way get through something in their lives mm -hmm. I do know that a lot of people say to me that people who can't cry that that um, when I cry they can cry so there's, there's some service in that there's some sort of a, <laughs> there is in some strange way but um, right now they have me doing uh, Laura's running for mayor and I'm loving it because it gives me the opportunity to speak out some things that I deeply believe in, and I find that very satisfying. Wow. Mm -hmm. You get a lot of fan support, don't you? I do. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky that way. Do you ever go to those conventions where the fans are there so you can meet them in person and say hi? I don't do a whole lot of that, but, you know, I meet them every day out in the world. So um, I'm lucky because I really am met with a lot of love everywhere I go. I really haven't encountered negative experiences with fans. I, I'm just really lucky that way. 
do you ever go into the writers or Frank Valentini, the executive producer, and say, it would be so cool if Laura could do this? Mm -hmm. Do they ever listen to you if you say that? Uh, they will listen to you. Doesn't mean they're going to do it, but <laughs> but they definitely listen to you. <laughs> you have a wonderful history now on this show, and I don't know how many years from beginning until now uh, that you've been there, but I know that when you walk into the hallway, I think you've had the same dressing room for a long, long time, haven't you? No, I don't have don't my have dressing one? room anymore. I know, it's awful. Um, I actually have, uh, I think it's dressing room one. I'm the first one as you come in on the left. So, yeah, it's a different dressing room, which is fine because it's a fresh start. So that's okay. I'm okay with that. Is it nice to see some of the names you've known for 20 or 30 years still popping up on those dressing room doors sometimes when they come into play? Yes, and there are not many of them left. You know, I guess I'm probably, I think I'm the only person on the show who goes back to whatever year that was, 1977, I think it was. I, I think I might be the only one. Ken Schreiner came on about six months after me. Um, Leslie Charlson came on after me. So I, I go all the way back. I mean, I was 14 when I started. I'm 56 now. It spans 42 years. I've only actually been on the air for 18 of them. But Laura is such a loved character that um, I guess the, the impression is that I've always been there. I like that. That's That's, nice, that says huh? a lot about what you've done Thank in you. Port Charles. Thank May you. I speak a little bit about Leslie Charleston because I love her? Yeah. And I love that when I see her now, I talk about strength. She has something to do again. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. like seeing her get to be um, her character, Monica, because she's always played it so well. Yes. And you've been adversaries a little bit over the course of time, haven't you? With Leslie, a bit. no, no that, never. It, it, years and years ago, when I was a kid, they they played a closeness with uh, with us, with Monica and Laura, because Monica and Leslie, who's my mom, had sort of a That's competitive relationship. So that would just you know, just a little jab for mom. Do you ever <laughs> talk to your TV mom? I do, I do. She's a wonderful lady. She's been so good to me. So, so good to me over the years. I was going through a rough time in my life a few years back. And I called her. I was staying in a hotel because we didn't really live here anymore. And I, I kind of told her about what was going on. She said, I'll be there in five minutes. And, you know, she came out of her house rushing into Beverly Hills. And we just sat on a couple of chairs in my, dress, uh, in my, my hotel room, knee to knee. And we just talked. Nice. Nice. So nice. Uh -huh. Makes me cry. <laughs> Has she completely retired? No. I think she would love to come back and do some shows. She was there when Laura got married just about nine months ago. She was, she was there for that. So this is something that... You, see, you have pull. You just don't know you have pull. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I know. I got Denise to come back on the show when they were saying that she was dead. But Wendy Rich, who was a producer then, I said, I just can't see a Laura without a Leslie. Wow. Yeah. How sweet. Mm. For new fans who are watching this interview and say, I really like her. I want to know what this Laura is all about and what this show is all about. You always want new fans. And I look at the ratings every day. And in Los Angeles, 
General Hospital still kicks it. You know, really? You do well. Yeah, you win your time slot every day. Do we really? You do. I can show you the numbers. Oh, wonderful. That's such good news. So for people who have not watched General Hospital, let's say they tune in for the first time the day after they see this story. Mm-hmm. Can they get into it easily enough that it doesn't scare them to join something that's been on for so many years? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um you know, you can jump in any time, and there are so many different stories going on. There's generally something that somebody can say, oh, I'm like that, because people want to find themselves on the screen, generally. That's usually was my part, you know, my peer group anyway. But definitely, check us out. We work hard, and we work fast. <laughs> you are always very, very kind, and it's nice to talk to you again. Thank you. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Thank you, Jeannie Francis. And you can see Jeannie on General Hospital weekday afternoons on the ABC television network. The show is also available on ABC.com and the ABC app. Thanks for joining us here off the red carpet.